Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Callum and Sky's clone, <laughs> Junior, Junior, and Colin's clone, Junior. That's right. <laughs> that was so dumb that his name was Junior. And I guess we're already in the review. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fastest I think we've ever jumped into a critique of the, the movie, movie that we're doing. <laughs> Somebody time it. That's got to be a record for us. That was like 30 seconds. <laughs> Not even. If you hit the skip 30, you would have already missed us talking about the movie. movie. <laughs> so welcome, I guess, to our Gemini Man review. Gemini Man. Now, let's set this up for you. This is a movie about a person who made a person out of another person out of another person. Okay, well, let me just say that real quick. I made that joke saying I wanted to do a loop where he's and like, then and then it happened. I was like, what the fuck? They took my joke. <laughs> You're the first. That's the first thing I thought of when that happened. I was just like, oh my God, Colin's premonition is right. He's a minority report. <laughs> uh, the Oracle. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, the, unfortunately, I am the Oracle of Gemini man. <laughs> the only thing I predicted. Actually, that's true. We, we were spot on on Joker. I'm still very proud about that. Yeah, we are professionals. But it's another week, and it's another movie. And, of course, we had to do the movie Gemini Man, which, did this movie get any buzz going into it? Um, I think there was buzz. There was, I think there the was only, definitely buzz. I will say that. I'll, I will say buzz actually comes back around when it comes to this movie. Buzz bees. Oh, yeah. You're I, right. That's something that I saw coming didn't as even, soon as it was mentioned in the movie. Didn't even think about that, but yeah. Um, you yeah, know, I think he's were- allergic to bees. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's crazy that that actually is a genuine spoiler for this. Yeah. He's allergic to bees. He is allergic because it, it comes around in a big way at the end. There's a huge bee that attacks them is fucking and Wu-Tang Clan is in there. Yeah. And they're known as the killer bees. Mm-hmm. No, I think this movie had some buzz, though, because the trailer came out and there was a lot of talk about how the CGI in this was like next level yeah, shit. And it's Ang Lee, right? It's Ang Lee, which is which He's... is a big deal. And then also this movie was shot in 120 frames. Nice. Which that in of itself is is a big deal because it was a huge deal when the Hobbit came out in 48 frames. Like yeah. whatever it was, six, seven, eight years ago. I don't remember when the Hobbit came out, but I remember seeing that in 48 frames. I actually went and saw it in the IMAX 3D. You're just exploding in your pants. No, I hated it. Oh, really? Yeah, it bugged my eyes out. Yeah, what does it do? Everything looks hyper smooth, but it looks so hyper smooth to the point when there's like actions and stuff like that. They almost look like it's unnatural. Like it looks 
almost like a fake CGI person. That's how smooth it is. It doesn't look real. Well, like, that'll come back around to this movie, too. But yeah, I mean, we both saw it in 24, which is your normal frame rate for a movie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we were basic. <laughs> we 24 saw- frames per second, ho. <laughs> <laughs> My hope, eyes felt fine. I hope that was a, a discussion in the writers room. Like, so what frame rate are we shooting this at? Angley just goes twenty four frames per second. Ho, <laughs> you know the way Angley obviously speaks. Except he would say hundred twenty frames per second. Yo, yep. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, fastest we've ever gotten into it. But we gotta pump the brakes a little Let's bit. Let's pump the brakes. Let's pump. Come these, to a screeching halt. Pump these brakes, everybody. <laughs> calm the fuck down people that are driving their car right now (laughs) (laughs) if you got an offender bender call bender and fender at 1-800 fuck you i don't know what i'm doing anymore i I like that though going off the rails going off the rails and a gemini man train this really kind of came out of like this episode though kind of came out of us being like we need a movie to do and we don't want to do rambo nope (laughs) so here we are which I think uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a written review of Rambo, or I'm gonna I'm gonna write a written review of Rambo because I did take a lot of notes and I got a lot I need to say about that fucking movie, Rambo. <laughs> but how have you been? I've been all right. TV exploded recently. Yeah. We so were... yeah, we. Uh, Sorry for your loss. I that, that is a big loss. It is a big loss. The fucker was like 55 inches. Damn. Yeah. And my TV was really big too. <laughs> oh man, solid, solid penile joke. Yeah, but but no, dude. I you know what's funny about you saying sorry about your loss is I actually asked Megan. I'm like, should we have a memorial service for the TV? She's like, I'm not gonna do that. And I'm like, why? Why wouldn't she do it? Or why do I want to have a memorial? No, why wouldn't she do it? She's just a bitch. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna leave her. But can, no, uh, can you play that for her? Yeah, I'll show her. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we could do take custody. Oh, jeez, that's not a good joke. <laughs> Whatever, man. So it's like most of the jokes I pop off on this show. Not a good joke, but I've been through a lot with that TV. Mm-hmm. I've had that TV since my first apartment, no, my second apartment in the city, and it moved with me through three other apartments, and then it was it was Logan's first TV, mm-hmm. and I just had it for a really long time. It's why it finally went is like I got my mileage out of it, yeah, because I was super pissed because a couple weeks ago, like the top half of the screen shifted a little bit, like for some like anybody who does like graphic design like it's like if you accidentally like selected half of your image in like illustrator and then you like moved it two pixels down, down. <laughs> and it and it fucked me up for like and i was just pissed but i was like you know what not too far away from black friday i'm gonna get a sweet deal on a tv i can live with this for now mm-hmm. until yesterday as of the day we're recording this but until a couple days ago when that motherfucker kapowed and banged and popped. That's so sad. Yeah, so now I just have I would this... be I would be pissed. I was so pissed. I mean, I saw it coming. What were you watching when it happened? No, Megan was watching something. Oh. So I looked it up because I was so mad. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, these TVs are supposed to be fucking sweet. Like, how the fuck <laughs> can a TV do this? Like, it's not supposed to do this. It's betrayed like, me. It's such bullshit. <laughs> how could you do this to, to me? me? Like, 
I, br- I brought you everywhere with me. You've we've been through so much together, and you just blow up like this. Then I googled it, and apparently I got more mileage out of it than I should have because it's like they only last for X amount of hours. And then I did the math, and it's like, all right, this thing should have only lasted like five years tops. And I had it for like almost seven, so I'm like, all right, I did. I got the most I could out of it. Okay. But now it sucks because I need to buy a TV and I'm in no position to buy a new TV right now because there's just other things I need to do. Yeah. Like go on vacation <laughs> and get tattoos. <laughs> and I don't know, feed my child. Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He's small. It doesn't take that much to feed him. I like give him a banana a day. He keeps the doctor away or something. TV. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> I feed him like one coffee bean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one coffee bean for breakfast and a fucking Ambien for dinner. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> but how about how about you? What have you been up to? How have you been? Oh, I was I was good. I was in the city. It's in right. the city. Uh, the dirty the dirty city. The dirty city. Yeah. <laughs> New York, the in windy New York. city. Concrete jungle, I, I see that while I'm walking down the sidewalk in New York, and everybody's like, just like, "He's a real New Yorker." And right everyone's there. just like. Tourist piece of shit. But yeah. I'm usually just like, we'll be looking at garbage <laughs> in New York. Concrete jungle where there are homeless. <laughs> but yeah, and I was in the city. Actually, um, me, Brianna, and our friend Nikki and her boyfriend, we went to this cool event. Uh, Nikki got us free tickets. Normally, the tickets are 300 bucks, and we got them Whoa. for free, which is awesome. For 300 bucks. For 300. But it's basically, it was basically uh, like a warehouse filled with food and alcohol vendors and everything, and it was free. That's sick. Yeah, I ate like, I gained probably like 18 pounds. I can um, tell. <laughs> you look like shit. You are a fucking slob. <laughs> Do you, I don't know if you watch any of like the Food Network shows or anything. Oh, you, ever, yeah. you ever watch Restaurant Impossible with Robert yeah. Irvine? Robert Irvine was, was there? there, so oh. like we we watched like a like a live like cooking did you, thing with did him. Did you make like a shitty meal for him? No, but he called someone like he was like I need like a like a audience member to like help me out. And basically, like this guy came up, and all he did for a half hour was just shit on him. He was basically just like, awesome. "Yeah, he's like, okay, put some salt and pepper on this. You do know what that is, right?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so basically, he's like, "I need a volunteer to go home and kill themselves later." Yeah, he says, "I'm going to demoralize." You. His wife was there, and he was like, "How long have you been married?" And he was like, 17 years." And he was like, "That is way too long." Like that's like he's just <laughs> I'm just sitting there like. Is he? Is this like his shtick, or is he just really this much of a douche? I think it's a shtick. Yeah, I think so too. Could be both. But food is really good, and it was just—it was just awesome. It was uh, really cool. Honestly, food for me is like the best reason to go do anything. Like when you're a kid, like Christmas is awesome because it's like I get toys and presents and whatnot. Now I'm just like, oh, there's gonna be so much fucking food there. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I'm gonna eat till I die. <laughs> I'm not making it to New Year's. This this was. This was funny. I think it was funny. Toyota had like a like a booth set up and basically um there was lines and there was like different things you could do, but everything that you could go through got you something free at the end. Nice. Um, so there was like there was like a tote bag that was like customized by this like screen printing company and then there was like cutting boards cuz it's all like food related stuff. Yeah, I get it. And then there was one line for oven mitts. Nice. And you can customize what your oven mitt looked like. Can and you get then, it in like actually... the shape of the shocker? <clears throat> they were the shape is the same, but Ugh. like the design on it, there was like five different things you could pick from. So it wasn't like fully customizing it, but you could yeah. put text on it. I didn't put text on mine. 
Brianna got hers because she's becoming Dr. Dr. Wasserstrom. I was going to put Dr. Pepper on mine just to be sassy, but I didn't do that. <laughs> but, You're um, so sassy. <laughs> but uh, we waited in line for an hour for this fucking oven mitt, Jeez. and then they only gave you the right hand. <laughs> yeah. How many? Did you want both? Yeah, I wanted both. You're fucking greedy. I wanted both. So wait, what did you, what does yours look like? What is? It's got like this like uh like green and like red like swirly pattern on it, and then there was like you could pick like an image, and I just picked the fucking pineapple. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what has this podcast become? But I just we're I, talking about decorative oven mitts. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? I just, Why a pineapple? I, there was like an elephant, a pineapple, like a I don't know, like a. Like a seahorse or something. So I was. Oh, you like, always go seahorse. I went. I want the pineapple because I like Hawaiian pizza. Wow, scandal! It's scandalous. I know a lot of the internet is uh, not down with pineapple on pizza. My brother hates it. He says it's not right. Uh, I'm on your team though because anything goes on anything for the most part. You know what's not pizza is all these California places that are like it's a sushi pizza. No, it's not. It's not. It's a giant fucking piece of bread that you put rice and fish on. There's nothing pizza about it. At least a Hawaiian pie is the fundamentals of a pizza. It just has interesting toppings. You get like places also that are like hipsters and they're like, it's not a pizza. It's a tomato pie. It's like, no. it's like fuck you. <laughs> oh, by the way, Chicago, you don't make pizza. That's not pizza. That's bread soup. <laughs> is that a thing I've never been to Chicago? They they do the deep dish. Yeah. And it's not pizza. Okay. It's like a cake almost. So it's like pizza. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's thicker than Pizza Hut. Damn. It's not pizza though. So Chicago, fuck you. <laughs> I, you don't make pizza. People those big pizzas like that are super doughy. I I've seen a lot of people call them donut pizza. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. That, that makes sense. But yeah, welcome to our cooking podcast. Yeah, we really have gone all over. The- we started the podcast by immediately critiquing the movie we're doing, <laughs> and now we're just talking food. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to get off this Hawaiian thing. So the <laughs> traditional Hawaiian pizza is pineapple and ham, right? Yeah. Have you ever done pineapple and pepperoni? No. It's next level. Oh, okay. I'll- it's so fucking good. Because you still get the time. savory and sweet, because that's the whole appeal to the pine- the Hawaiian yeah. pie mm-hmm. but the pepperoni like adds like that extra kick of spice yeah. that just really is fucking yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> as they say in hawaii <laughs> yeah <laughs> aloha means hello and goodbye <laughs> so that's like the pizza coming in and leaving your ass <laughs> yeah hello and goodbye coming and going but no, dude, the pepperoni and pineapple is like next level. It's better. It's better than the ham and pineapple. All right, I'll try that next time. I'll try that for real. Or pineapple and bacon, another fire. There combo. was a place actually after after one of the closer shows in Poughkeepsie. I remember me and my friend Chris. We were like, let's just find food. And Chris, we walked to this like Italian place that's like kind of near the chance. And yeah. the guy, like for whatever reason, just loved Chris. But he was like, Ooh. yeah, it was it was wow. It was magical. There was a moment. But he was basically Chris was like, you know, like Hawaiian pizza. He's like, can you do like Hawaiian pasta? And the guy was like, I like mixing like, it into like noodles. Yeah, like mixing like the pineapple and the ham into noodles. And the guy was like, I could do that for you like <laughs> okay but he did that and it was that was actually pretty good all right something something new for the swampies out there 
let us hit us up and let us know if you've tried Hawaiian pasta. <laughs> I feel like what would would really make it Hawaiian is spam, not ham, because spam is huge in Hawaii. Is it? Yeah, it's like a big deal for them. Like it's like a delicacy. Yeah, that fucking salt bologna in a can. <laughs> Salt bologna. Uh, spam's gross to me. But now we're talking about. But you know what? If you guys try that Hawaiian pasta, great way to let us know if you like it or hate it. Hit us up on social media. Yeah. Or go to our website, twodudesmoviereviews.com. Hit us up on twodudesmoviereviews.com. Go to the connect page. Write us a little email. Have you had spam? Yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> or have you tried pineapple in your pasta? Yeah. That's actually not the worst thing. The sound sounding thing, I should say. I've never tried it, and I probably won't. But, I mean, I've had pumpkin ravioli, so I guess it's like, what's the fucking difference? I had a pumpkin Pop-Tart and almost shit my brains out. Oh, those are disgusting. Before I even swallowed it. Oh, man. (laughs) Tis the season for all that pumpkin basic bitch stuff, so get it out there. I literally, I I saw the pumpkin Pop-Tarts, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll try this. And, like, as soon as it hit my taste buds, I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, no. I got them from CVS, like, after... Halloween and they were on like super clearance, so like, <laughs> it wasn't regular clearance. It was super. There's, dude, there's clearance and then there's get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> yeah, they were they were on like a rolling cart up by the door as like ninety percent off. So it was like a whole box of pop tarts for like eighty two cents. And I'm like, well, it's eighty two cents. I'm definitely gonna try these. Mm-hmm. I ate maybe half of one and I'm like, I'm throwing the box away. <laughs> there was like one... it's not worth giving to anybody. <laughs> there was one time when uh when I was working at CVS back in the day and I was at, back. and I was at the counter and um it was like the day after Halloween and they discounted all the candy corn to a dollar. Nice. It was ninety nine cents. And I remember this one kid came up and he was like, I'm bringing up his stuff and then he like looks at the sign and he's like, Is that right? And I was like <laughs> I was like, Yeah, the the candy corn's uh ninety nine cents and he was like, Oh my God this is the best deal ever. Is it? I was like, I was like, it's it's a good deal. And then he was like, it'll be thirty two cents in two days. Well, I just and then he was literally like like long pause and he goes, I think I've got to buy it. And I was like, you want me to ring you up for it? And he was like, I have to. <laughs> and I'm like, I have. To. Okay, I need one dollar candy corn. It's like okay, so I rang him up and then he was like, he was so happy that he was like, I can't. the whole time I was was he I was, crying? I was bagging his stuff though, and the whole time he was like, I can't believe it. I, I just can't believe it. Jeez, <laughs> like, man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he sounds awesome, actually, now that I think about it. But if you wait long enough, that shit goes so dis... We're still talking about food. Yeah. We've just... Are you hungry yet, Swampies? <laughs> yeah. Are you Swampies just salivating out there listening to us? Talk about candy corn oh, and yeah. pumpkin Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and pineapple pasta. <laughs> this, oh, uh, this whole thing is basically just like... <laughs> Food concoctions. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to can- Welcome to Two Dudes Candy Corn Reviews with Sky and Colin. So, anyways, oh, I love the way that orange just bleeds into the yellow and then into that white tip. Oh, you're talking about the candy corn? Yeah. Still? <laughs> it's like, whoa. wait, didn't we have an episode way long ago where we talked about um, like the candy hearts around Valentine's Day? Yeah, I feel like that was like a real early up for us. That was, yeah, because th- this is the first year I think, or the the Valentine's Day that just passed. Yeah, in 2019, that was the first year that they didn't make them. Yeah, it's October, and we're talking about <laughs> eight months ago <laughs> the holiday candy that was in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Cheeto shaped like dicks. Yeah, we Anyways, talk about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, we talk about food on here more than I thought. But there's a place I want to go right now. And it's not a place that ever has food. Because it's a place where the people are so poor that they don't they just eat dirt. <laughs> they just eat dirt and fucking red beans out of a can. Not even heated up, just cold wet beans. The coldest and wettest beans. And I gotta tell you something, Colin. My beans right now are so fucking wet. Because we're going <laughs> All the way to the bean park. Beans. What are we talking? Since we're doing Gemini Man, starring Will Smith and Will Smith. Yeah. It only makes sense. Oh, sorry. Will Smith, Will Smith, and spoiler alert, Will Smith. Yeah. It only makes sense that in the trailer park, we talk about Will Smith. In Bad Boys for Life. Oh, it was funny. You were like, let's do Bad Boys for Life, Will Smith. I was like, oh, I see the tie. Action schlock. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, like crappy action movies. I get it. All right. Yeah, no, we're doing Bad Boys for Life. Now, yeah. full disclosure, I've never seen a Bad Boys movie. Really? Yeah. Not even Bad Boys 2? <laughs> Not even Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Fuck. I... I think you know this by now. Action movies, they're not my they're not my bag. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't like them. Say who now? They got to be they got to be more than your typical action bullshit. Yeah. And they, maybe bad yeah, boys. Yeah, they have to have superheroes in them. <laughs> hey, we love our Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I'm not knocking it. I'm not Martin Scorsese. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Are the bad boy movies any good? Um, debatable. I think the first bad boys has like nostalgia rocking for it. Okay. That's pretty much it. Does it have like a, it's got a charm to it. Cause there's some movies that like, just like, Oh, it it came out during like peak Will Smithing. It was like 95 or 96 or something. Mm-hmm. So like, well, it was, it like was uh, independence day, bad boys, like wild, yeah. wild west. Like it was blown up and Martin, and it was during like Martin Lawrence's peak. That was when he was in fucking everything. And they're both, very funny, very charismatic. Well, I don't know if Martin Lawrence is super charismatic. He's very funny, but Will Smith is very charismatic. Yeah. And they have a really good chemistry. So, like, it was just them, but it wasn't like a good cop, bad cop thing. It was they were both action cops who were funny and charming. <laughs> Martin Lawrence is like the OG Kevin Hart, though. Kevin I Hart. Can, I can kind of see that. Kevin Hart owes his entire career to Martin Lawrence. You think so? If you think about the roles that he took, yeah, they're like they have like an, an identical trajectory in terms of like their their movie roles. Oh yeah, I can see that. I can kind of see that. Kevin Hart though, see, I'm not like a big like Martin Lawrence fan. Yeah, but I'm also not a big Kevin Hart fan. Yeah, exactly. I I think I could agree. Like I think Martin Lawrence I would prefer over Kevin Hart, honestly. Yeah, me hundred times. 100 times out of 10. Now, the one thing that I'm kind of not stoked about this already, it's called Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. They should have saved that for the fourth one and then use the number four. I agree. And spell life with a Y-F-E. Obviously. Yeah, that would have been way better. Huge missed opportunity. Should have just called it Bad Boys 3, and then a year later you do Bad Boys for Life. Life. Yeah. I don't really, yeah, I don't get that. I thought that... I actually remember thinking when it came out, like when I saw the trailer, Bad Boys for Life, I was like, is it the fourth one? 
Like, does that would make sense? <laughs> it must be. <laughs> yeah, because like I haven't I haven't seen these movies. So. That's that's how bad action movies have really gotten over the years. That if a word in the title sounds like a number, you assume that's how many of the movies they've made. Because like. <laughs> Fast Five did that, like Fate of the Furious, and like these just douche action movies. Just what kind of pun can we make our movie title out of? Like, <laughs> it's like, all right, we gotta make it to ten, yeah. so that we could use we could use the number ten as the I O in Furious. <laughs> we have you to do know it. that's gonna happen. I will put fucking money on it that they're gonna do that when they do that movie. It's gonna be fast. Fast and Furious, but I.O. is going to be a 10. Guarantee it. I fucking guarantee it. That will upset me. They literally made a movie called Fate of the Furious. F8 of the Furious. Yeah, yeah. You, so you're going to tell me they're not going to squeeze a 10 in there? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, baby. They they have no shame, and they will do that. You are, you are 100% right. They're listening to it right now, and they're like, God damn, that's a good idea. It's genius. I'm telling you, we need to start writing for douchey action like fucking empires i don't think it would be hard oh it's very obviously not hard but do you want to get into this trailer yeah let's, let's see what they let's, got let's uh take a look at what the bad boys are bringing <laughs> <laughs> all right already a sweet ride this is, this is the way you'd expect this to start up <laughs> fast and furious style you hear oh. that, that bad boys song? I'm just going to say, I hate, and I keep going, bad boys, <laughs> in yeah. the trailer. I'm like, come on. You can get that buffed out. No, you can get that Already buffed out. Already getting the, the relationship shown there. Mm -hmm. Remember, knock and talk. Yeah. Knock, knock. Mighty PD, get down. What the hell happened to knock and talk? Hands behind your head right now. I got this. I'm going to penetrate this man. See, this already does. Heart. Now, you what? haven't seen the Bad Boys movies. It already Sir, looks and feels like the old scared. ones did. You know, All right. So it doesn't look good. like they're missing a step, really. How deep you think you got in his soul? I like some of the dialogue. Like, I've seen this trailer a few times. There's some There's some things that made me laugh. In there's charm and there's there's some... There's humor in it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem soulless like a lot of other action movies are. Yeah. I also love that actor. The guy from, like, Memento and Matrix and other movies that start with them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fuck me. Fuck. 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 Swigging Pepto. That made me laugh in the theater. Like... Yeah, yeah, like here's the thing. I'm like from this, I get an, a Hobbs and Shaw vibe. Like like similar things. They know what they're doing. They know they know what they're going for. Not taking it serious. This or too serious. This I would prefer to watch over a Hobbs and Shaw just based on the trailer. Yeah, because Hobbs and Shaw looks like it's ridiculous just for the sake of being ridiculous, and it, it's douchey. It, like it ends up being douchey. Like they think they're being I think that, cool. Yeah, they think they're cool. They think they're cool. This actually looks like they're trying to be funny like they're trying to write jokes and stuff like yeah. that like it doesn't look like it's trying to be a comedy but again it's staying on brand for what the bad boys movies are like they are funny they are quippy they have a good relationship but they are doing like serious work in it so like it is a serious movie but they can be funny in it. yeah i mean will smith like basically like really invented that as like a character because even if you think about like bad boys bad boys here we go I, I love this in the trailer what's she gonna do when we come hey, in hey, hey, hey uh -uh. no no never y'all will never do that again <laughs> Will Smith's really good I love that where he just goes never never, never. no no <laughs> see 
here's here's the thing is I, I feel like if you go through like action movie history and you go through like your Arnold movies like Terminators and maybe less at last action hero because that movie's pretty corny at some points, but it, like Die Hard and stuff like they're very serious and when they do something quippy it's not seen so much as funny as it is like this guy's a fucking badass he doesn't give a shit about nothing <laughs> and it's like like stuff is like almost sarcastic but it's not outwardly like humorous and funny will smith kind of like honed that and really like started that cuz if you look back in the 90s like he was in all of these action movies and oh he was he, like the best lines on like independence day and stuff like yeah, that yeah like he he brings he brings a level of charm. He brings authenticity to like the action stuff because like he he is a believable action star, but he's also very funny. So like I feel like he really pioneered this new era of action movies where you do have to be sarcastic and you quip back and forth and you take shots at the other characters and stuff like that. But then when it comes down to business, like you're serious and like I feel like he is the godfather of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Will Smith, he, he's smooth. He's smooth and he's got all the dialogue, like all the all the uh, quippy dialogue that is memorable and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Independence Day, no, that's what I call in Close Encounter, like yeah. all that stuff. You know, I mean, Will Smith hasn't had the best run as, you know, of recent years. Right, yeah. But I still love Will Smith. Like, yeah. he's so charismatic. We talk about charismatic actors like The Rock and stuff like that. He's got to be up there. Like, Oh, for sure. His level of, I think, dedication is to be admired. That even though, like, if he's not in, like, some of the best stuff, like, I don't think I've ever seen him give a performance where he wasn't trying, like, full-heartedly. Yeah, I think, I think that's he's the just thing. A, like, he's a very genuine person, and I think it always comes across in all of his movies and his characters, so... This trailer has like a lot of charm to it where I'm like, I don't think it's going to be great, but like, I don't think I'm going to hate watching this movie. Like, it seems like I'm going to, it's going to be a good time, but you got to know that it's, it's not like a, like a serious movie. Mm -hmm. You know, if you see a bad Will Smith movie, it's not because Will Smith is bad. Like he usually is, is good or at the very least charismatic in all of his movies. I see a lot of people poke fun at like Deadshot. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that wasn't Deadshot." Blah blah blah. I'm like, honestly, Will Smith's the only like good part in Suicide Squad, in my opinion. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, maybe that's not Deadshot as you know him, but there's so many iterations of the character that I don't give a shit because the rest of the movie is such ass that I don't care oh, if Deadshot. Yeah, so bad. Deadshot is basically Will Smith in that movie, but he's better than everything else in there. That's what, I think that's him saving face in that movie. Like, I'm just gonna just See, bring it. So that's something that will actually come around to Gemini Man. And as on one hand, I was just saying how it's like a good thing. And he like does bring like authenticity to like everything he does. But at the same time, every movie that Will Smith is in, every character he plays just feels like Will Smith. Yeah. Like he almost, he makes every character him as opposed to just becoming another character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's it depends on the, like he does a lot of action movies. So right. I think in those action movies, it's a lot of the same with him. Right. I think when you see some other movies, like, I mean, like, there's, like, The Pursuit of Happiness or, like, even, like, I Am Legend, that's yeah. when he, like, when it all varies on the script because if you give him something different, he can, he can do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, I think a lot of people are just, I feel like 
90% of the direction he gets on set is just like, all right, so for this scene, just kind of like Will Smith it. Yeah. Just <laughs> just kind of like Big Willie style it up. <laughs> you know what? Just I want you to take the script and just kind of like get jiggy with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, bienvenido a Miami. <laughs> Party in the city where the heat is on all night. On <laughs> no, the no, that's the not what I'm looking dawn. for. Just uh, make your neck work. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, just just kind of like slide with it. Just slide with it. Maybe. All right. Let's let's take five. Take a walk with me. Just walk with me. All right. <laughs> all right, Colin. Just so you know, the good guys dress in black. Remember that. Oh, I remembered it. But I it's think only we did this on only, an episode yeah, two. It's only if you know we're face to face and we make contact. So yeah, of course. If you ever get near us, don't fear us. Uh, yeah, I feel like we have Alzheimer's. Like <laughs> we, we we're just, just repeating bits from past episodes. Now. That was really funny when we did it like three months ago. Oh yeah, no one's gonna remember. I feel like we don't have a lot of long time listeners. <laughs> but if we do, you can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. In, in, <laughs> In in general though, like this really is not my cup of tea. This isn't yeah. something that I'm like. When this comes, I'm like, I gotta get out. I gotta be in my seat for Bad Boys for Life opening yeah. night. But like, I'm there. I'm gonna say this though. Thursday at midnight. This looks more promising than Hobbs and Shaw did when I saw it. Like, there's a yeah. bunch of movies like, uh, like Terminator. Like, I would rather watch this based on the trailer than a lot of other action movies that have come out this year. For sure. For sure. But this isn't out until 2020. Yeah, I know. But so I'm, we, I'm just saying. But that's interesting. This might be the first movie that we've done on the podcast that's not getting not not out until next year. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're going to start doing trailer parks for the the new year. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It is exciting. The double deuce. <laughs> 2020. I'm going to call. Oh, man. I can't wait for 2020 now. I just came up with this. I'm going to call 2020 the double deuce all year. <laughs> and the winner of the double deuce duty award. Oh, <laughs> I so know. Good. <laughs> it's so good. It's a triple poop joke. Yeah, I know. I mean, fucking I, brilliant. I fucking came up with that one. <laughs> oh, my God. We are next level. These fucking swampies just don't get it. Yeah, you got anything else on this, though? I don't. You don't? I don't. You want to get out of here? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of this trailer park. It's a bunch of bad boys in here. <laughs> bad boys! <laughs> bad boys! <laughs> what you want? What you want? <laughs> I still, every time I've seen that in theaters, the part where you just never, I always laugh at I think it's so yeah. funny. Yeah, could be a good time. <clears throat> but we're not here to talk about that Will Smith movie. We're here to talk about this Will Smith movie. The Gemini Man. The Man of <laughs> Gems. Now, oh, we should have done Uncut Gems for this one. <laughs> so loose. <laughs> but yeah, as we were saying, this is an Ang Lee movie. Yeah. Ang Lee It's very angly. There's a lot of angles. A lot of angles to this. Let's get into the angly moments. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he has a lot of clout in Hollywood. Yeah. Life of Pi. He actually did the, the original Hulk movie, or not the original, but you know what I mean? The yeah, 2003 the, um, Hulk movie. The one with uh, Eric Bana playing Bruce Banner. Yeah. So that doesn't get confusing. Brokeback Mountain, Crouching mm-hmm. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yep. Which I, I think, think that was like the big one that like projected him into like yeah. the popular lexicon. I think though, like when you think Ang Lee, you think of someone who's a visionary. Yeah. Which is why I think this movie had people excited because there was so much talk of the CGI and stuff like that. And it was connected to Ang Lee. So it's, I think people felt like it was going to be something like revolutionary. Right. 
I mean, we'll get into how I feel about it. I'm not sure how you feel about all the CGI and stuff, but this movie took so long to make that there are three different writers at various stages of its production. Really? Yeah. David Benoff, who is well-known for Game of Thrones, he's basically like the guy on Game of Thrones. Okay. Also, the guy on X-Men Origins, Wolverine. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do, do this. this. <laughs> uh, Billy Ray, who we talked on the show before, very first episode, he was the writer on Overlord. Oh, okay. Also, Captain Phillips, also the Hunger Games. Lost episode. Yeah. Oh, we could just do that when we don't have an episode for one Oh, yeah. I, I said it like Overlord, like the first episode. Yeah, it never even it came out. Yeah, yeah, it never came out. That was a, our test run with our dog shit audio. Yeah. And Darren Lemke, who we've mentioned, I think, a few times in this, he was the writer on Shazam, Goosebumps, like one and two, and oh, okay. Turbo and stuff like that. But really, like that, that honestly, the first two, I feel like they can, you can kind of make an argument. They're in the same vein, like action, a little bit gritty. But then the. David Darren Lemke, he's just all like kids movies. <laughs> so yeah. it's like I don't I don't know how that fits this. Well, there's kind of a kid in this. <laughs> there's kind of a kid, so I guess you should hire someone who's worked in animation. <laughs> yeah. There's kind of animation in this. Yeah. And your cast though, uh Will Smith, obviously, he plays Henry Brogan, also Junior. I still hate that it, the younger version of him is called Junior. Yeah. Hate that. I was excited, though, that Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in this movie, though. Yeah. What was she? She was in something Scott, else. Scott Pilgrim. Right. But no, she was in something else this year, wasn't she? From this year? I'm not sure. I know she was in 10 Cloverfield Lane, Fargo, Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like when I was watching her, I was like, oh, what did I just watch? I might have also just watched a movie from a different year that she was in recently. I'm but... trying to think. There, there's someone else in this movie that was in a couple movies from this year. I'm not sure if she was in anything though. Well, be- uh, Benedict Wong was in this. Yeah, he was in this. He's actually having like a little bit of a run here because yeah. I mean, obviously there's the Doctor Strange and Marvel attachment there, but uh, he was in Annihilation last year. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was barely in it, but he was in yeah, Annihilation. Yeah, he's the one interrogating her. Yeah, he's in The Martian. Uh, Clive Owen, uh, he plays Clay Ferris. He I haven't seen in him this. in a while. Yeah, I mean, he's Sin City. Um, yeah, closer. He's in. He's the main character in Children of Men, which I've mentioned multiple times on okay. this. And Linda Emmond, she plays Janet Lannister. Is it Lannister or Lassiter? I think it's Lassiter. That's her last name. But she was on The Big Sick, which is last year? No, two years ago. And she was in The Professor, which came out this year. Okay, that gem. Yeah, that gem. That great, that great achievement, cinematic achievement. But yeah, I mean, Will Smith's The Draw. I was really happy, though, that I actually completely forgot that Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in this. And then when she showed up on screen, I was like, oh, man. I love you and Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, you get a pass. <laughs> but you know, I like I like her. I like Clive Owen. I like Benedict Wong for the most part. Yeah, I haven't seen him bad in anything. So right. Yeah, where do you want to start with this? What were what were your feelings going into this? My feelings going into it were not very high. I did not want to go in with high expectations because I was not expecting anything too decent. Anyways, I think we had seen some buzz about it too yeah and going it just, into it it just didn't look very hopeful that it was going to be like anything amazing well, you know what i wasn't looking forward to it even before the scores had come out like we had kind of made jokes on the podcast about like even even the dialogue in the trailer we were it's like yeah we're like, what is this it also didn't help that i watched replicas only like a couple weeks before so like watching a really bad clone movie and now going to see my second clone movie of the year within like two weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. I think put like a little bit of a stink in my brain. I'm like, clone movies are pretty stupid, huh? <laughs> it's a really dumb premise for sci-fi movies. 
they made a clone. You made a person out, out of another, another person. person. Okay, why don't we start there? The dialogue in this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's bad. Uh, it's very exposition heavy. Oh, I wrote it down like four times. I'm like, it's my third note. <laughs> Lots of exposition. And then middle of it in huge letters, I wrote so much exposition. exposition. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's like literally the only way that people talk to each other. And mind you, these are people who are like assassins and spies and work for intelligence agencies. And they are literally ponying up all sorts of information upon like first meetings. Yeah. I don't think that's how, especially if you're good at your job, I don't think that's how you keep that job. The writing in this movie just makes the audience feel like a bunch of fucking stooges. <laughs> like, yeah. like it, it talks down so heavily to its audience because there's multiple moments where I was like, oh my God. I mentioned to Ryan when we were leaving the theater. I was like that one part where she's like, he is a clone of you. He is you. They took your blood and made oh him. Oh my God. He is you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Oh. They made him from you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah, we get it. They thought they thought that I gave them the same sample, and I told them, no, it's two <laughs> different people. And they were like, well, no, it's not. It's the same person. person yeah. There was like the other oh part where, where he's like, he's like, so you're telling me you made him from me? You made a person out, out of, of another, another person? person? And now I, who I am, is a man <laughs> made from him, and I need to fight him? Is that what you're saying? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. That's what it sounds like you're saying. <laughs> How many times did they have to look at each other in the face before they were like, you know what? He does look like me. I know. That's it. You're so. The second you see each other, you go, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Like, we must be related or something because you look literally identical. Now, there's a scene in the trailer where older Will Smith is over younger Will Smith with the gun flashing, of, uh, you know, flashlight yeah, in his I face. I thought that was going to be the end, like, oh, shit, like, look at us. That's what I, and Ryan mentioned that, too. Like, I, he, it would have made more sense. For, that's the reveal. Like, maybe he's wearing a mask the entire time, and then that's the moment where you're like, holy shit, they're clones or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you saw it in the trailer, so you wouldn't have really been expecting it, but maybe if you didn't do it that way, that would have been a cool moment in the movie. Right. But literally, their first encounter with each other, he sees him, and that's why he doesn't shoot him. He's like, oh, shit, it's me. He's like, and that then, looks exactly like me. Yeah. I think they reference multiple times, like, in the movie, like, did you see his face? And he's like, no, I saw him through, like, a foggy mirror. No, or I whatever. saw him through a mirror. Oh, okay, good. Why is that? Oh, no reason. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, the dialogue. Oh, man, this one line cracked me up. I laughed so hard in the theater. Like, what, what? He's like, we're going we're gonna to bomb them, and you're the missile. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was dude. Like, I was like, oh, jeez. So they're at, what, are they going to put them in a can and shoot them? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what they're going to do. You're the missile. Dude, it's, yeah, it's pretty brutal. But you know what? I almost feel like it was destined to fail because if you think about the premise of the movie and the and like the plot, it's all it's all stupid. Oh yeah, this the script in general, you know, not even just the actual dialogue, the whole script is balls. Like the story is is crap. Well, how many the, times have you seen this type of movie before? I wrote it's my second note. I said, "Oh cool, another I'm retiring. You're too good to retire." Yeah. <laughs> it's, it as exactly it's exactly what it is. It's like the only way out is in a coffin. Yeah. Ugh. The only way out is in a fucking body bag. <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> are you in or are you dead? Yeah. 
It's just, it's so stupid. It's the same thing. It's oh, they're not gonna let me out. Well, I'm gonna have to gun my way out. Yeah, it's it's literally it's yeah. The world's greatest hitman is retiring. We can't let him retire because why? But now we need to kill him because he he literally does nothing wrong. He just like goes and like lives, wants to live quietly, and they're just like, no, we're gonna kill him. Yeah, he, know, he knows too much. But then yeah, exactly. what does he know? They never establish what he knows. Yeah. But they go to like kill him. And then it's also like the same thing where it's like the man that's trying to kill me is the man who trained me. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like or like it, it's just so lazy. Like, I feel like you've seen it so many times. It's just generic garbage. Generic man. <laughs> yeah, generic <laughs> man. <laughs> but you made a movie out of another movie. movie. Out, out of, of another, another movie. movie. <laughs> that's basically what they did. Yeah. They're like, you get it? It's a movie about clones, but the movie itself is a clone of like I don't know four hundred other movies that have already been made. Yeah, it really is. It's it's not original at all. I didn't feel any surprises in this movie either. Like it's probably partially due to the, all the trailers, but they really don't. It's so bare bones. It's so straightforward and bare bones. And like, yeah, man, it's it's not great. I don't want to like just completely shit on it though, because we've basically spent the entire episode so far just talking negatives. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will say, and we, we talked about it earlier, generally your main actors in it, I like. I like Will Smith. I like yeah. uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's performance. Benedict Wong is, is okay. The villains I didn't like. I wasn't a fan right. of the Clive two villains. Owen. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, but your main characters, generally when they were on screen, I enjoyed their acting. And the chemistry between those two characters in particular, I thought they had pretty good chemistry. Uh, Between Will Smith and... Uh, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Mary Elizabeth Winstead. In, okay. In the so, movie, her name is um, her name is Danny. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So the thing is, sure they have good chemistry, but I didn't understand. I don't understand their connection. Like I don't understand why why either of them should care. I think she's basically thrown into it when they try to kill her, and then she's kind of like, okay, I guess I'm along for the ride. Okay, but then why does he go to get her? A lot of it seems thrown together. All. There is something I predicted that didn't come true. I'm glad that it didn't. But at a certain point, I was just like, I wrote, what's the point of the girl? In the greater scheme of the entire story, she serves nothing to the plot. Yeah, no. She's just there for exposition. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with Benedict Wong. They're only there really to like talk to Will Smith and basically feed him information to further the plot. Yeah, so it's, they're entirely useless characters. Mm-hmm. So so at one point I wrote, what's the point of the girl? And then later I added, I'm like, oh, she's going to end up dating clone Will Smith. <laughs> you thought so? I thought so. Because like, <laughs> they were throwing like real like flirtatious vibes back and forth, but like he's like an older man or whatever. But then there's this younger version of him, and I'm just like, <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, I can't have grandpa she, here. She's going to quote Step Brothers. I had the old bull. Yeah. Now I'm gonna get the calf. Yeah. <laughs> the young, the young stud. And she grabs me by the wiener. Yeah. <laughs> mainly, it's just their dialogue between each other, and when they're talking to each other and quipping and stuff. I was like, they got good chemistry. Like, yeah, I think I think she's pretty charismatic, or at the very least, like, I I like how she can kind of have like a like a stronger female vibe to her, but also like have like some quippy lines and stuff. And, I, and Will Smith, as we talked, is already very charismatic. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing that I liked. Yeah. Ooh. I think <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think like if I have more positives. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll give you. I'll give you one more. But there's one thing that I think we should really start getting onto the de aging and stuff. Okay, yeah, that's that's the main thing that I want to talk about in this movie. So, do you want to talk about it now, or do you want me to give you a positive before we get into it? Give me a positive. I think some, some being the keyword, some of the action set pieces are pretty entertaining. Yeah, like most of them, I was enjoying. Then there's a few moments here or there that. That's uh, when they were in like this is like South America somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that was like really cool because it's so it's so like vibrant, colorful, and everything. Too, yeah. So the chase scene, like in the beginning, like I like that. I just stopped enjoying that when they basically like fought each other using motorcycles. Oh, dude! <laughs> and the the and it looked so CGI crap. Yeah, it, it and, looked so bad. Like sped up footage. Like it looked so unrealistic. Like it reminded me of the motorcycle scenes in. Hobbs and Shaw, where it's just like, I'm like that's, that's the fakest looking possible. shit I've ever seen. Yeah, it looks such crap. Like I said, when like you do like the sped up footage CGI derp like bitch slap to Will Smith. Yeah, it looks so bad that that would kill you. Oh yeah, you'd be dead, like a hundred percent dead. I saw that. And me and Ryan looked at each other like, what? Basically, just got like tail whipped in the face with a dirt bike. Like you'd be fucking dead. That moment in that fight, the part where. He does the slow mo badass push up and blows up. I wrote that. It gave me a laughter chub. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, how did he jump so high from a straight up lying down position? And he goes, slow mo. I was like, geez. The times they choose to use slow motion are so weird. It's so weird. In in general, though, I think the action there's good there's good action in the movie for at some points. I found myself at least like enjoying certain moments. And then another thing that I think lends to that a little bit, or at least helps it out. I actually really liked the sound design of the movie that I found really good, especially like the way the guns sound. I felt like they almost, maybe they hired people who worked on John wick. Cause the guns yeah. sound very accurate and like bassy and stuff like that. When they shot, I, I, I like that. So sound small thing. Decent, yeah. yeah. But you want to get into de-aging? Yeah. Let's get into the de-aging because here's the thing. This movie thinks it's way more impressive than it is. Oh, for sure. Because I would argue that this is the weakest de-aging we've seen yet. <laughs> you think so? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else we had de-aging in. Like, Captain Marvel was, I'd say, probably the best all year. Yep. With with Nick Fury. And then... It Chapter 2. It Chapter 2. See, It Chapter 2, that was, like, pretty noticeable for me. But see, and I didn't like like the haze that they had to put on them to kind of make it work. The de-aging in this movie looks really good when it's night. And yeah, it's and it's I co- wrote that. Yeah. That's exactly what I wrote. But, like I said daylight hurts the de-aging in well, this. Well, there's two scenes where young Will Smith Jr is in the daylight and they both look awful. So bad. In, yeah. in particular the one at the end when he's at the college. Yeah, I know. That look I how it was so. It was really bad. And uh, that's actually my second to last note. It says daylight hurts the de aging on this. Yeah. So and so much. So I, I did a little research. They didn't de age him. What? They fully motion capped his entire. That's not Will Smith at all. Uh, so. Okay. <laughs> so that's the thing. I'm like sitting there and I'm like. So they like photoshopped Will Smith onto another human. So they got, they got someone and they had that person wear a motion capture capture suit. And then they, the entire character is 100% CGI because I noticed, in like, in those moments, I'm like, those clothes aren't real. Like, that whole character is not real. Oh, my and, God. And, uh, like, if you took a frame of this movie, it would probably look 
look fine, but the movements look so bad. I would argue that there are like video game cutscenes that are better than than that. That might be why it was shot the way it was with the trying to like smooth it so that, like it wouldn't do that. They you know? they said that they couldn't use de aging with 120 frames per second. So like apparently like they wanted to do 120 frames per second, but they couldn't use de aging to do that. So they did this instead. You would have been way more effective if you just de aged them and not 120 frames per second. Yeah, because like also like 120 frames per second is gonna play in like just IMAX and like you know. Yeah, it's like not even one every out of every ten theaters or something like that. Like yeah, the majority of people are gonna see this in just regular frame rate. Yeah. So what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it is stupid, but like. That was the thing is everyone was like, oh, my God, the movie like this is going to be such a like a visual achievement. And I think that we've seen this done way more effective in almost every instance. I think it's better in Rogue One. I think it's better in Captain Marvel. I think it's better in it. You know, the only times where I was like, oh, it looks good is like very like low key scenes in the dark. Yeah. And even like the action scenes when, when like, yeah, even the action scenes when they're moving. Like the motorcycle, that all looks, looks like dog shit. Yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah, that's like replicas level. Yeah, like it looks so bad. CGI. Yeah, dude. I was, I was literally, I was floored by how mediocre the visuals were in this, considering the buzz I'd heard. So I really want to do research on what things were like reshoots, because I think I can tell what re what was reshot throughout this movie, because there are a number of scenes, and it's always during exposition scenes where they're outside somewhere. And then when you go to one person, you can tell they are outdoors. And then when it cuts back to the, another person, obvious green screen. Yeah. And like specifically like when when the girl is telling like he's you and then it cuts to Will Smith and Benedict Wong stand, standing there and like their entire background just looks it looks like I fucking Photoshop them into a, a, a scene. Well, that's that's another thing that really bothered me. And like, granted, I don't know if this is a if this is a Ang Lee style choice, but I hated the way that he positioned the camera in his shots because, like, normally, like if you're having a conversation, you do a three camera setup where there's one camera that's at a wide, so you see both people in the frame and they're talking, right. and then you have two cameras, one each pointing at each character at like a like a right. like a three quarter shot right and then like it cuts between those two cameras and then goes back to the they did so many where it's literally just like a straight on shot with the camera just talking straight down the camera four times and it's my first note a lot of close-ups on faces <laughs> there are so many times in this movie where a person's face takes up 95 percent of the screen <laughs> yeah it's it's ridiculous it is so fucking horrible i hated it i fucking hated it there's so many times where i'm just looking deep into the pores of someone's skin like on their fucking <laughs> nose because it's this giant screen and i've never seen this many close-ups to a face or, or at least if i have no there's no way because out of 130 something movies this year it's the first time i've noticed it so if i have a feeling it's standing out because no other movie does this yeah, it was it was a really weird style choice, and like that, I didn't I didn't understand why you would do that. And that weird guy in the sauna in Budapest, like, did we need a close up of his ugly mug? <laughs> no, and also his character is pointless. It almost looked to me like they couldn't get the actors there on the same day, so they just shot them straight on. <laughs> That's what I mean. There's so much of this movie that just looks like it was reshoots. Honestly, it may have been. It yeah. May have been. 
the one scene that it drove me like insane is the conversation between like the two villains. The one with like in the rain. The one between Linda Emmond and uh, Clive Owen when they're in like the board meeting. She's oh, sitting. Be- okay. She's sitting behind a desk and just keeps cutting from the two of them like straight on, and she's talking straight in the camera. I'm like, are you talking to me? Like, yeah. are you, you talking to, the talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Let's not bring that movie up in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It. It drove me crazy because I was like, could they not get Clive Owen and and Linda Emmett here on the same day? Like, why is this shot like this? This is so whack. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that, and I fucking hated the close-ups. It's probably my biggest negative is just I don't need to be that close to everybody's face. Like, literally everybody who's in this movie gets like an extreme close-up to their face. It does. You know what they did a lot too, where it's like, you know how like uh, Quentin Tarantino will like zoom the camera in really quick on something to yeah. like accent something. But they like did that over and over again in action scenes where it'll be like a wide and then it'll like really quick go into something or a little like go in and then go in again. Like I thought maybe they were doing, I thought that was like cool or something. I don't know. I don't I just, know. I, I didn't like that either. I was like, there's nothing cool about this movie. <laughs> it's not very cool movie. And you know, one last thing on like the visuals, I don't know why it was so bad because way to digital made this like help with the visuals. That's Peter Jackson's company. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Like Lord of the Rings and all that shit. Like, do they just not update since the first Lord of the Rings? They're just (laughs) like, we're running on an old operating system. Well, I don't know if it was the budget. There is Lord of the Rings is better than this. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely is for sure. I don't know if it was the budget. This movie does have a sizable budget, but granted how much I heard people blowing their load over the visual achievements of it. I thought it was going to be more. Yeah. So, I don't know. How much else do you want to say about this? Well, I really need to talk about the buzz in this movie. The buzz. The buzz. Because it's set up, like, really early that he's allergic to bees. In, like, an off comment, I'm like, ugh. Do they think they're being clever in, like, planting that seed? And it's like, it was just so obvious that it was going to come around in some way. Mm-hmm. And I and I wrote down like early on in my notes, like right after he said it, I'm like, oh, they're gonna like attack him with a bee, like they're gonna like send attack a- him with a bee. Yeah, like that's how he, that's how he's gonna be undone is just with like a simple bee sting or something. And then sure enough, later, bee bullet. <laughs> yeah, it was literally. I laughed at that too. He's like, I injected you with the toxins of the bee. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like, like oh, yes. Came back. I knew it would. There's a lot of things like that in this movie that are like really like ham fisted. Like, oh. you remember the part where like early on in the movie, everyone's shaking hands just so they could show you the Ace of Spades tattoo? Oh, yeah. The Ace of Spades! The Ace of Spades! <laughs> I wanted to yell that out in the theater when I Because <laughs> it was coming around at some point. And it made it seem like there's like a whole crew of them. Yeah. Three dudes. There's like three people. <laughs> three dudes with the tattoo. It's a trifecta. Yeah. One for each end of the spade. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. There's so many dumb things that they just, like, shoved into this movie for no fucking reason. And you know you know what? Like, I guess I don't really have, like, a lot more that I want to say about it, but... How about all the Budweiser product placement? <laughs> it shows up in, like, nine scenes. Just blatant, full-label Budweiser. <laughs> it's just in the stores, on billboard, like, everywhere. Some part of the movie cut, and it was just a Budweiser ad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but th- one thing that uh, I was kind of surprised about because, like, I would just assume it would be easy to do with a movie about you and like what is essentially your son. Yeah, 
there there should have been some sort of like emotional tie to the two characters or something like that or like a father son dynamic yeah the movie gave me absolutely no reason to care about anything yeah, it didn't no. even give you a reason to know why he cares nope. other than the fact that that like, was my argument for him and his relationship with the girl yeah like there's no reason to care about anybody but in you this would movie. think that that would be huge in the movie like right. like maybe he never like he doesn't have a son like he always says at the movie like he never had a son or ever like yeah. do he always says like do all the things that like I couldn't do but like I don't understand why cuz throughout the whole movie he doesn't make a point to be like I'm I'm upset that I can never do these things like that's just his life yeah. maybe he actually tried to have a kid and like his son yeah, passed put, away or do something. something like that where it's like actually like holy this is my son like I want to protect him like I felt no motivation for him to want to do that. So two, it's an almost two-hour movie. Cut out some of the exposition and give us some backstory and a reason to fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Was... Nope. No, we don't re- want to do that. No, we really need to squeeze in these CGI motorcycles. <laughs> Slapping each other. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of CGI, and I guess this will lead us to the finale of the movie, how about that CGI ninja soldier when he's like running, <laughs> running down the building, it looked so bad. Yeah, it looks so it, bad. It's just so unnatural. And like, again, it looks like the footage was like sped up to make it look like he's moving faster. Mm-hmm. It just looks. That was another thing that didn't make sense. He's not a super soldier. He's no, not at all. It's just a clone of a regular dude who's a really good shooter. Shooter, yeah. That's And then this one guy, he can run on walls. Yeah. And then, oh, and then that's the other thing. Like, they Terminator to him where he's ro- walking through the flames. Like, he, yeah. skin, like be, just because you're a clone doesn't make you fire resistant. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he does die. And but bulletproof. Like, yeah, like, what? And that's, I thought the same thing. Like, just because you're cloned or you're related to someone else doesn't pass down the same traits. Like, your, yeah, your personality isn't passed on. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> I guess like their reasoning behind that is like they were trained by the same guy, so I guess the same. Like he's like, I can make you perfect in the way that Howard. Why was their not, fears or ever, or be Henry, the same? Henry though? Parker. Why would you have the same fears? Like he literally like the way he tries to connect with the clone, like when he catches him in like the catacombs or whatever. He's just like, I know how you feel, and I know this and that. How would you know? Yeah. How would you know? He has literally different life experiences because, albeit he is a clone. He grew up in a in like a different house, like a different environment with different stuff. Like the, they, he still had to be raised from infancy, even as a clone, because they show pictures of him as a kid. Yeah. So that means he would have had different life experiences. So he wouldn't have the same fears because they show like a quick flashback of Will Smith's dad, like teaching him how to swim or something. And he's like forcing him to like go down in the water. That's why Will Smith is afraid of water. But if that didn't happen to his clone, why would the clone also be afraid of water? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I know. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. So but, I'm saying it to you. <laughs> but the reveal of that ninja soldier, it's another Will Smith clone. Oh, yeah. I wrote down big letters. Uh-oh, family reunion. Me, <laughs> I said, I hope this movie ends with a rap battle. <laughs> me, me and Ryan laughed at that, at that part when he, like, he takes his mask off and it's him again. Yeah. I mean, me and Ryan were like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I... I laughed and did my my patented throw the pen down in the book and just two hands up in the air yeah. like I give up, <laughs> I give up. We're, I'm done. <laughs> You're fucking dumb. So that's like the the end scene. That's like the big finale. But can we talk about the ending ending where the, he goes to college and everything? <clears throat> yeah. 
that scene was definitely shot afterwards because Will Smith called up like, hey, I have a list of between 20 to 30 different clone puns. Can we shoot a scene real quick where I just, we literally just fire off clone jokes back and forth? He's like, ah, oh, I know what he's saying. He's me. Like, but you're not <laughs> listening to him. You're just listening to you. And like, oh, I get it. Cause the clones. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's no joke. Like, twenty different like little lines they shoot back and forth that are just plays on the fact that they're the same person or they're clones. It's so stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. And she was going to school there, right? Was she? I think was no. That he the, was going to school there. No, no, no. But like, because she, she's in college, right? She's going back to school, and she's like, "Go, go, Badgers," or whatever the fuck the name of the. No, I think. Oh, well, maybe because that's what I thought. I thought it was like, or that was her backstory as a thing. I don't know. Yeah. See what I mean? Because she was there too. So I'm like, what? You know, they they they're both there by themselves, and then Junior walks in with like a gaggle of girls around him, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clone life." I also well, I also liked how in the. Uh, when they were all driving together and the clone is asking uh real Will Smith questions, he's like he's like, You're from Philadelphia, right? I almost uh, audibly went, Oh yeah. <laughs> Born and raised. <laughs> he's Ask like, him where he's he spent most, most of, of his my days. days. <laughs> <laughs> what are you afraid of? <laughs> Have you ever uh been chilling out maxing, relaxing all cool? Oh, that's easy. Are you afraid of anything? I bet you're afraid of uh, a couple of guys who are up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> they started making trouble around your neighborhood. This is yeah. what we're going to do every Will Smith movie. <laughs> Just start speaking his lyrics. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I lived in Philadelphia. Then I moved with my auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> what was also weird is when Benedict Wong landed the plane, the license plate said fresh and he had dice in the mirror. oh also real quick real quick because it goes back to the cgi and poor green green screening in this movie when benedict wong is finally flying that big plane and it slowly zooms into the cockpit Mm -hmm. did you notice how huge he was in relation to the cockpit yep (laughs) (laughs) we're in a world where a like commercial sized fucking airplane Benedict Wong is the exact same size of the entire cockpit of that. Yeah. Because he's it's zooming in and like he completely fills out the window of this commercial plane. Yeah, yeah, he does. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, has nobody like looked at a picture? Like, you know how small the air the pilot would look in the window <laughs> of an airplane? They're fucking huge. <laughs> nope. He's the whole cockpit. He is. So I guess it's like one big. This movie's one big fat joke it's, it's on Benedict uh, Wong. It's. <laughs> I was gonna say visual achievement. <laughs> yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, no. I this was honestly like, this is the definition of action schlock. I have you know when the trailer came out for this, if I had to compare my feelings for the trailer of this and Bad Boys, I'm more excited for Bad Boys than this for sure. Um, yeah, same. And you know, like it's kind of surprising because this has people behind it that you would get excited for with a movie. Yeah. You know, there's Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, Crouching Tiger, all that stuff behind it. and All the games. It, all the games. Hunger Games. Thrones games. Thrones games. Hunger Games. But you would you would expect that this would be better than it. Like, how I don't really know how it got to this point with all these people involved. I think everybody's just trying to blow their load on, like, 
trying to do the de-aging thing like because it's really big now like yeah every other movie that comes out they got to de-age somebody it's weird but they didn't even de-age they they, i know yeah they just made a new person out of another person (laughs) they literally did it probably would have been easier for them to actually just make the first real human clone yeah (laughs) they're like we need to de-age will smith if only there was a technology that where you could do that. Yeah. And I love that there was an answer to it. And it's don't film it in this way that only a 16th of people are going to actually see it in. Because what happens when it comes out on Blu-ray? Yeah. Your frame rate is dog shit. It doesn't matter anymore because uh, if our TVs can't do it, then yeah, I mean, you're screwed. Most like most like uh you know, high end HDR TVs, they can probably do up to 60, maybe depending on the size. Yeah, because the bigger you get, it makes it harder to so do. So what what I'm hearing is just a complete waste of time for them to film it that way. Yeah, and all they did was create an obstacle that forced them to have a crappier looking movie. Yeah, because they wanted it to look cool for some movie theaters. Yeah, good move, guys. <laughs> way to fucking go. Yeah, that was a dumb choice. Just put it out on VHS, why don't you? Because your frame rate don't mean shit anyways. <laughs> you may as well just put it out on fucking Laserdisc. <laughs> Piece of shit. You got anything else on this? I don't. But do you got tomato tomatoes for us? I do have tomato tomatoes for you. Tomato. The critics are bringing this in at 26%. Nice. Yep. The audience, though? Man, they love this shit. No. Bring it at 84 are you kidding me? No, no, you're lying. <laughs> no, that's actually it. Yeah, it's actually it's 84. Are you fucking serious? 26 to 84. So what what are you going, buddy? Well, obviously I'm going tomato. Yep. No, I'm going tomato. <laughs> do you want my grade? Yeah, give me your grade. You sure you don't want to do it at the same time? Mine's going to be much different than yours. You think so? Well, where are you going? Are you going tomato? I'm actually undecided on this. No, you're not. Yeah. I'm like between like an A and like an A minus. Okay, so we are pretty close. close. <laughs> <laughs> Since no. I went with tomato, like the eighteen or whatever you yeah. said, twenty four. I'm going tomato as well. I'm gonna give this three, a- two, <laughs> one, F. F. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, though, I was I was actually thinking about a D minus. I thought about it too, and then the more I thought about it after I left, I was just like, "What did I like about the movie?" Yeah, because like. There's action sequences that I had fun with, but I think most of them get shit on at some point. Like, there's some point at all those action sequences that I laugh they, at. That they ruin it. Yeah, so, like, it's... The, the it's, CGI is bad, and it's literally the whole point of the movie is to show off, like, we de-aged Will Smith, clones, blah, 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 action, big deal. They did that bad. The The story's crap. Uh, I don't care about any of the characters. The dialogue is crap. And it looks bad. Like everything about it that you would, the things that you would expect that would at least be, be some decent, sort of, yeah, are, are, are saving also grace. Yeah, yeah, also sucks. So I couldn't because it was a D minus originally in my phone when I left the theater. And then the more I I thought about it as I was like writing notes after, I was just like, why did I not fail this again? Like <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's the positive out of this movie? And the more I think about it, I'm just like, I didn't like this movie at all. <laughs> I didn't like it. You want to talk about the budget on this? Yeah, 138 million for it. Whew. I thought it was going to be more though, considering yeah. all the fuss and stuff. But I will say this, you know, worldwide, the amount of money it made worldwide, 59. Ooh, 
And I mean, it seems like most people, the thing I'm learning when I've, we've been doing this, it seems like most people really only give a shit unless you're talking about the worldwide box office record. It seems like most people only give a shit about the domestic. Yeah. The domestic's only at 20 million. Yikes. So if you're if you're trying to get 138 back, you got a long way to go, and that's your opening weekend, like that. Yeah, that's like the biggest that you're gonna get is that that opening weekend and that first week of being out. Everyone was saying that this weekend was gonna be like the Joker versus Gemini weekend, and I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that Joker and Adam's family made more money probably than uh, Gemini man. I mean, kids' yeah. monies generally do pretty decent, even if they're crap. Yeah, but I think both of those did significantly better. And then it was Gemini Man, and then Jexy. But Yikes. yeah, like it was, it was honest. It was supposed to. Be, everyone was like, "It's going to be Gemini Man, and maybe the Joker can hold on." And then the Joker just crushed it again this weekend. Of course and then, it did. Yeah, and then fucking course it, it broke did. records this weekend. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah, as well it should because it's like the only thing that's good in theaters right now. But it's really good. <laughs> it is really good. But honestly, what else is in theaters right now that's halfway decent? I've been hearing decent things about Judy. Judy, yeah, I want to see that. I almost went and saw it the other day, but yeah, other than that, like it's just looking bleak out there. You look at the current box office, and then the Rotten Tomatoes is just green splats left and right. Yeah, I do want to see Abominable also. Like, I wouldn't mind going to see that. Yeah, I want to take Logan to that this week, and then next week I'm going to bring him to Adam's family because then by that point they would have been out for a little while so hopefully the theaters are a little bit quieter. There's a few things that are like are in theaters right now that I'm like how is it still in theaters? Like Lion King and Good Boys are still playing. I know. I can't believe Good Boys is still playing. Yeah. I mean it's really like the only comedy out until now Jexy came out, but by the way, I saw Jexy dog shit. Yeah. Fucking hated it. <laughs> I saw Gemini man and then immediately walked into Jexy like they were 5 minutes apart from each other. Mm-hmm. What a dog shit double feature I had to do. Yeah, that's rough. I hated it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the movies that are out right now, like Judy, I want to see. Yeah. Um, and Abominable, I wouldn't mind seeing. But then, it, yeah, it's like Adam's Family, Jexy, Hustlers, I've seen already, Ad Astra, It, Rambo. Like, yeah, a bunch of movies we've already yeah. seen. So it's like, this is what I mean. Like, it's really hard for me to get the most out of my A list these days. Unless whatever, I want to double movie, up. Whatever movie you want to go see, you might as well just go see in Dolby just to make your money <laughs> for the. I know. You know what I mean? For, for the whole month. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking whacktastic. But we did it. We got another episode in the can. Yeah. That's all that's important. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because we skipped doing Rambo because we were like, oh, I don't want to do another negative review. But then we did this one a week later. We were forced to. Yeah, we were forced to. Because we weren't going to release the Joker episode until a week after we actually did. Because usually we try to give like a week and a half after it's released. That way people have time to go see it. Joker, we released it like... L- Less than a week after its official release date. Yeah. We actually like six days later. It's like, all right, well, here's <laughs> here's the review because we have to. We have to. We have nothing else. But I think that's a that's a movie that people were eager to like check out reviews on because it was just getting so much like yeah talk in the news and whatnot over nothingness, but whatever. I'm happy we released that early just because I've gotten feedback. Because that's a movie that people are talking about. So I'm glad that we got it out there on time. People were, yeah. Yeah. But there's not really anything else that people are like already talking about. Honestly, the next thing that has like the hot buzz behind it in terms of the masses is probably star Wars. Cause like we're excited for knives out and we're excited for some, Oh, that might've been, we were talking earlier. I don't know if that was on this episode or the other one we recorded tonight well inside baseball, but uh, we were talking about something coming out in November. We were excited for, I think knives out was the thing that we were talking about, but Dr. Sleep. 
Oh, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. But those are things that I feel like movie people would be excited about, but not just like regular people. You know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mean to like make that sound like the things that are coming out, though, that like could potentially be episodes. Jane Silent Bob, if we get out, it's only playing two days, which is stupid. Yeah, I don't um, know what the fuck is happening with but that. But Jojo movie. Rabbit, Zombieland, and The Lighthouse are all coming out. So oh, there, there's so nice. three right there that that is nice. And then I'm not looking forward to Terminator. Nope, but, me neither. I would really like to not do an episode on that unless it comes out and blows us away. Yeah, but on the same day, that's also The Irishman and Harriet. Oh, and perfect. And I think a week later, we got Doctor Sleep and Honey Boy. Oh, yeah, I really want to see Honey Boy. So, All right, so we have stuff to look forward to. Yeah. But damn, man. My, my only like reservation is a lot of those are limiteds. So it's like, I know. are we going to get gonna it? Are we not going to get it? Yeah, yeah. We're, we might have to really put forth the effort to keep this podcast going. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's actually becoming a job. No. Yeah. Is it? You think so? It's becoming a chore? No, it's not a chore. Some people like their jobs. Yeah. I never have. But <laughs> but yeah, man. No. I think I think you know I I do love doing this. Even even if we have to watch a bad movie, the redemption of watching a bad movie is if we do get to do an episode, at least we get to have fun kind of talking about it. Yeah. Now generally when we have a movie we don't like and we do an episode, we're pretty much a bummer the whole time. <laughs> but I think this movie had enough dumb shit in it that we can kind of laugh well, at. Well, I think that's how it's I think the episodes where the movie's bad generally they have more jokes like we have more fun with them and then the movies that are good we have fun with as well because we're hyped on the movie yeah but they're not funny at all yeah like Like, i don't think our joker episode we made like one funny comment (laughs) maybe like before the trailer park yeah but then like once we got to the movie we're like all right shut the fuck up and listen (laughs) listen to this movie's a fucking classic (laughs) instant classic (laughs) You just get real intense. Like, all right, calm down, you incel pricks. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, I really need to go see better movies. Hopefully we get them. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. I'm excited for all the the plans that we got for the show. Oh, yeah. We're kicking around some ideas. And we got got so much ammunition for the duties Mm -hmm. ready to go. I honestly can't wait for, like, February... For the for our duties, I'm assuming it's gonna be February that we do it. Yeah, or at least we maybe record in January and it gets released like first week in February. Yeah, first week in February, I think is when the Oscars will happen. Okay, so that's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, I really wanna, uh, I just really wanna do the duties. I wanna yeah. do the do, do the duties. Yeah, you gotta do the do. But yeah, oh, man, we should drink Mountain Dew for that whole episode. Oh, I'll do that. You know what I thought about this though, like. Not this isn't the duties episode, but it we've been talking about possibly doing like a live episode with the Oscars. Yeah, I thought about this. Usually, when we do a review, we've had some time to like let the movie marinate. Right. There's only been a few occasions that I can think of where we went and saw the movie and came back immediately and recorded. Mm-hmm. Like we did that with Spider Verse and stuff. Yeah, that's but most, right. But most of the time that we do an episode, we've seen the movie for at least like a day or two. Yeah, we got to we like can think, actually about think about it, do it. some research. You, there might be some actual like raw emotion hot takes during the Oscars because if like Joaquin Phoenix doesn't win best like actor I'm gonna be legitimately pissed and I might like flip the fuck out on yeah and, and also we will probably be drinking <laughs> so, so I think it's, it would make the episode extra interesting yeah we're just drunk like Are you fucking kidding me <laughs> how do you not give it to Roger Deakins <laughs> oh he better win he better win yeah 
Oh shit! For for a movie that we don't know, <laughs> or, like, we can't talk. <laughs> you gotta cut it out. Now. No, My no reaction. Knows. I went. Oh shit! No, fuck. <laughs> we're we're talking about last year, obviously. Yeah, twenty forty nine. Anyways, uh, I, I, we gotta get out of here. I, I I rooted so hard from that year too. When he when he won, you I won. You were like, <laughs> no, I literally I watched it, and then when he won, I fist pumped. That's awesome. Yeah, I was hyped. Yeah, I think we should do a companion for that, and. Little little tease, we might be doing some extra like bonus episodes during the holiday season. We've talked about a couple of ideas, so mm-hmm. keep your eyes out. We're a little bit away from there, but until then, check out todosmoviereviews.com. We just added a bunch more written reviews. Colin said he wrote 16 or something, or 17, something like that. So no, the- 68. Oh, that's funny, because I wrote 69. <laughs> Do you know what 68 is? Like in terms of like sexual positions and stuff? No, I only know what it is in terms of hockey numbers. Oh, okay. Why? Well, you know what 69 is, right? Correct. All right. Well, 68 is you go down on me and I owe you one. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> suck it, swampies.